So welcome to our first edition of um, that Fussball podcast. Um, welcome, Kai's. Welcome, Marcel. How are you guys doing? Hi, Tim. All good, all good. Hi, Tim. Did we play, did we play the jingle yet? The jiggle? A jingle. A jingle. Yeah, we've already um, we've already played a jingle. That that's something that I've kind of um, put onto the beginning of the podcast in like my studio wizardry, um, or, or, or maybe paid someone to do it. I was thinking, trying to think of a name for this this podcast, right? And um, I was actually looking at. Surprisingly, there are there are a number of German football podcasts. Um, no. Yeah. The, well, but in English, sorry, English podcasts <laughs> about the Bundesliga, yeah? One of them, we've got Talking Fussball, we've got Chat Bundesliga, we've got Bundesliga Diaries, we've got Gagen Pressing, the Bundesliga Connection, and the Bundesliga Talk. There's even one called German Football Talk that's actually about American football in German. Um, so I've, I've gone with that Fussball podcast, or see what you think, Das Fußball Bundesliga podcast, the DFBP for short. I like the first one. Yeah, but but yeah. I was I was thinking how German is Das Fußball Bundesliga podcast? You know the DFBP. Like, <laughs> doesn't doesn't Germany love its like acronyms, right? You know DDR, CDU, FDP, uh, JMC. No, 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 no. Germans don't like the FDP. That's not correct. <laughs> no, not necessarily the party, but uh, I, I just been in terms of acronyms, right? I uh, I thought, what could be more German than having a a podcast with a with a funny acronym? Actually, Germans don't like the DFB as well. At least <laughs> that's a dangerous name. It's true, but I but I put the P on the end, which kind of gives it that sort of. Um, I don't know, maybe sort of makes people think a little bit differently about it. But we'll see. We'll see you decide. what uh, you we'll, decide. We'll, we'll see what the response is. Um, I just to add, I mean, I mean, when you when you tell tell us the names of the podcasts, it's 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 not really the ones that you said that are already in English. It's not really creative. Where are the yeah. creative German people? <laughs> Gagan pressing is quite a good one. I quite like yeah. that. Um, I think I think you've got to sort of tread that fine line between it being a little bit um, a little but bit funny, know, but also a little bit obvious as well. Fast. It has to be, especially with myself, it has to be some stupid kind of word wordplay. <laughs> so yeah. maybe durch die Gegend pressing, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> durch die Gegend durch die Gegend pressing. But I, I, I thought, but I, I thought, I thought, guys, you'd appreciate the fact that. Like with that Fussball podcast, it's kind of my tribute to that Peter Crouch podcast. Peter Crouch, yeah. Who, yeah. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, is my first thought. Exactly. Isn't he like the, the sort of the innovator, the, the, the original football podcast? Um, so in, in tribute to, to Crouchy, um, where you just can't beat the man for sort of his legendary um, football stories with the... Uh, golden balls and things. I think that's um, that's a good place to start. Yes. Or crouch potatoes could also work. <laughs> crouch potatoes, yeah. But it, but it has to kind of have the German football thing. It, it, let's... let's let, yeah. Crouch kartoffel. <laughs> every, every Englishman understands kartoffel. Oh, I, don't, I don't... Yeah. I'm trying to think. I, I, 
did I when I was in England? I'm not sure. I think um, um, I can't remember much from those German lessons uh, those 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 years ago. Um, I, I thought about one one thing that um, I was thinking about. I was talking to a friend of mine about doing this football podcast, and the first thing he said to me was, um, he he said, Tim why should anyone be bothered about the new Bundesliga season if Bayern are just <laughs> going to win it like they do every year? Which was a good point. And I, and I thought... You're absolutely right. Yeah. So, bye-bye. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. With you. <laughs> yeah. But what, what would you say to that? Like, what, what do you think is so interesting about the, about the Bundesliga? Okay, it's a very good question. Um, for me, what's interesting about it is it doesn't matter to have the excitement of who's going to be the champion every year because everyone born after 1980 is used to Bayern being it with <laughs> a crappy Borussia Dortmund doing it from time to time. Um, but it's more about the midfield. It's about who's going to be relegated. Which, What are the surprises of who's going up, who's going down? There are the surprises. Who's going to qualify for Champions League with teams like uh, Freiburg, Mainz uh, playing internationally from time to time, <coughs> Augsburg. Um, so this is what's really interesting about it. It's um, it's a league with a very strong fan culture. I think it's still the league with the uh, with the highest averaging um, average in 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 um, like attendance, stadium atten attendance, mm -hmm. right? tickets sold, and. Um, I feel that there's still a lot of interpretation with the clubs. It's not about the big money. Um, it's not about having Mbappé, Neymar, Messi and Ramos in the same team. Um, yeah, so so this is what uh, what I like most about the Bundesliga. Okay, cool. That's fair enough. I think you, you could say, though, argue again, like a little bit unaspirational that we're not talking about you know, it's a foregone conclusion about the about the title, but I, I I know what you mean about the you know relegation being exciting, the um, the Bundes, you know, the sort of the Champions League places, European places, uh, the fan culture. I definitely feel that. Um, Marcel, do you, is there anything you want to add? Well, actually, I thought about the Bundesliga and. The funny thing is no one cares about the first place, right? So it's always about, you leave it out. I mean, the champion is the one who comes comes after Bayern Munich. And uh, that changes, surprisingly, sometimes. Um, and it's always about, um, also about the underdog and, and seeing the underdog win, for example, against Bayern. It happens, yeah. And you can see great games uh, in one game, I think, who did very strong minds uh, right. is doing good quite often again against Bayern. And um, you, you can really see how, how some clubs are really doing a lot with, yeah, not much money actually investing. You know, if you look at Freiburg, what they are doing, it's awesome. Um, and if you look at Union Berlin last, last season, they were very good. So um, these are the real champions to me. Yeah? They don't have a lot of money, um, but they, they make most out of it. And, and I think that is what's pretty exciting mm. about it. And, and also the future stars that you may be going to see. Yeah? Yeah. And then they go to Manchester United for 150 million plus. 
or, or, or West Ham if they're not good enough. That's right. That's right. They could always end up West. And, and it's interesting. You've you've both taken a very serious angle on this. And I was I was trying to think of something, and I thought of like the story of last season, for example, Schalke, five managers <laughs> in one season, like that's never. It's just unheard of. And and I, I don't really know if this is really well known in England or documented in other countries like I can't think of any other club that even come close to having that many managers in the season it's yeah probably I don't I don't <laughs> even still re- I don't even remember the names can someone give me all the names of my managers I, I googled it right there was he, they started with David Wagner for two three games or whatever then they had Manuel Baum then they had um uh, Hub Stevens came in for like a couple of games. I don't quite remember or know what happened there. Um, if he was just uh, properly managing or, you know, just kind of overseeing until they got the next one. Then they had Christian Gross and then they've got the the, the current one. Um, what's yeah. this? Yeah, I, m- madness. Um, and, and that's why I, I still feel like there's still surprises in the... In, in the Bundesliga, right? It's the it's it, it's these kind of like strange things that um, the unusual that, that can happen. Yeah. You, you know, no, when, no. when I lived in when I lived in Mexico, I I talked to my friends about it, and of course they don't have any any connection to the Bundesliga, and so they don't watch it. And we had a discussion, and there, then there was a meme which basically had this idea of of um, international fans who who talk about European football of course but who are not from one of the countries where the main leagues are so they they compared it with uh, with girls how interested you might be in specific kinds of girls so uh, the Premier League was um, like the rich beautiful girl where you uh, you're, you're just in awe but you know you can never be part of it and <laughs> um, the Italian league, I don't know if I remember it correctly. The Italian league was, you know, it's a girl you have always liked for some reason, but you don't really have arguments for it, but uh, you, you like her. The French league, I don't remember. And the German league was, uh, this, this. it's the only statement that I really remember was, uh, it's the one that has it all, but you just don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Yes, because, you know... What's what's the idea behind it? There's money in the league. Yeah. There's quality in the league. There yeah. are big players in the league, but it's never considered one of the best leagues. Yeah, true. I think yeah, I definitely I I can see that, and I've kind of you know fallen in love with it since since being here. And um, um, but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't get the exposure, and I think the um, you know even even the credit right. I think I still think when you talk about big European teams, somehow Bayern gets missed, right? Because it's perhaps not as sexy as a, a Barcelona or Real Madrid, but, you know, they've got the history, um, which is, is, is kind of surprising, really. Um, okay, so, so if the, the Meister, you know, if, if, if Bayern are going to win um, the league and that's a foregone conclusion then, what about the... What about the two promoted t- teams? Do you think either of those can survive this season? Or will they go straight back down? It's always, it's always like that in the league. Um, 
one stays and one goes down. That's usually like that. And when I think of the teams, uh, I probably think Bochum can, can do it. And usually, and, and that's also some tradition in the Bundesliga, actually, uh, the second year is always the most difficult one for the teams that got promoted. It's not the first year because you still have like uh, the, the, the hype and you, and you feel good and uh, you just got promoted. So, so you play better than you actually do <laughs> or should do. And the second um, season is quite, this is more difficult. So maybe we should more focus on the teams that got promoted last season. Do you think, do you, I, I would challenge that and, and say, I think of actually in the last couple of years, I think some of the teams that have been promoted have, have, have actually survived and, and gone on to do okay, right? Um, so, I, you know, Union, um, Berlin coming yeah. up and, and surviving and then sort of getting into the, you know, the ECL last year. Um, then Stuttgart, you know, had a good, you know, came up, I think we'll still do okay this, this season. Um, you know, Bielefeld survived. Yeah. Could they do it this, this season? I don't really, I don't see Bochum making an impact really. Do you guys, do you, do you see, what, what do you feel? I have no idea at all about Bochum. <laughs> Who got promoted? <laughs> anyway. No, I mean, they have a good striker with, uh, is it Zoller? Yeah, I think that, yeah. that's his name. Um, but, yeah, uh, I think over the, the the past season in the second league, we we could see that Bochum had quite a, quite a strong, uh, quite a strong league, uh, a strong year, let's, let's say like that. So they were quite constant throughout the year. Um, well, they, they won it, didn't they? I yeah, mean... Fürth, Fürth, I think they they just don't have the structure of being in, in the first league for a long time. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not sure about Bielefeld, for example. Um, I don't see them as a, as a strong team. If Köln go on to be so weak and so... And if they, if they go on to have such a mess in their club... As in the past years, Köln will have problems as well. Of course, they have a much better team than Bielefeld or um, Fürth or Bochum. But um, I don't think that both are going uh, going to go straight down Bochum and Fürth. Okay. But maybe it, it would be interesting to 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 take some not bets but uh, guesses <laughs> what the league is going to be like, I, and I assume. That's what you were um, aiming at, Tim. Exactly. I, I was. I'm actually going to move on to some some more questions like that in a minute. Um, but I, yeah, I, 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 that's interesting. I, I can't. I can't see. I see both those two going down. To be honest, I. I think Bielefeld will. I feel Bielefeld will survive. Not because they're a really strong side. I just think that the luxury of the relegation place in the Bundesliga, you know, the bottom two going down and then the, the, the team in, in 16th place going in the, playing the, you know, the third in the second Bundesliga. I just think they would, they'd sort of, you know, win, win those, that game over two legs. Um, but we will see, we will see. 
Um, what about what about German teams in Europe this season? Um, you know, we've got four German teams, you know, Bayern, Leipzig, Wolfsburg, Dortmund in the Champions League, Eintracht with a H, and Leverkusen in the Europa League, um, and then Union in the ECL. How will, how will the teams fare? By the way, uh, since you were talking about Union in, uh, Union Berlin in the ECL, did, did you hear about Max Kruse and what he said about the Conference League? You, 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 I, you, you told me actually about not, not. Yeah. He, he wasn't bothered. He didn't want to play. Yeah, he said he hates that and he doesn't want to do it, and and uh, it sucks to do that, and they don't need that competition. Uh, think, it's useless. And then in the end, the funny part is in the end. He was the decisive goal uh, scorer to bring Union Berlin to the Conference League. That's the funny part. <laughs> he probably he maybe had some kind of clause in his contract that um, you know he got an, a, a bonus if he got them into Europe. Um, but I wonder if he loves it. Yeah, <laughs> is, is is that why they're they're signing so many players then? I mean, they've they've hired a crazy amount of players, right? On on free transfers, I think. You know, which folk- is clever. Which is really clever because look at the history also regarding that. Every time uh, underdog or however you want to call it came to Europe, the next season was really tough for them. Uh, and, and they got relegated sometimes or really close to it. So I think you need a squad of 25, 20 to 25 good players so you can really uh, switch them. Uh, all the time. I, I think it's important and, and a lot of teams suffered and, and I don't know if the price money won for Conference League is, is enough to compensate for that. Exactly. If, if we can take a very small step back, um, I want to propose to call Max Kruse throughout all this podcast for the future years uh, Maserati Max, how he was called in, in Freiburg. <laughs> because Maserati Max is just a very good description of him. <laughs> And you love him, especially due to his time at Gladbach. But isn't he doing a podcast as well? No, he's no. doing, I think, videos where he's gaming or something. But, but uh, he's, he's doing something as well. <laughs> that's right, on, on Twitch then. That's his, that's his camouflage Maserati. Wow. <laughs> great guy great guy um, modest guy yeah yeah so I think Leverkusen <clears throat> will have an interesting year because they have built a nice team over the past years they lose some players every year like uh, Leon Bailey now but uh, they they get really good players and I like how they play really quick uh, straight straight up for the goal um, yeah, um, I like their aggressiveness. I like players like Bellarabi, who has been injured a lot uh, recently. But um, I really think they, ha- they have a great team. And I think they might do uh, quite well. Yeah, I mean... Dortmund, sorry. No, go for it. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, Dortmund. Um, I, I think we don't have to be... I don't think we have to pretend to be uh, supporting all teams equally. So I hope that Dortmund and my special friend Haaland will be eliminated <laughs> as soon as possible. Um, 
Let's see I, if he's still playing for Dortmund. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> I would for also this like, season. <clears throat> I would also like FC Bayern not, not to have a, a great year because I think Nagelsmann and the complete Bayern leadership have to yeah, have to slow down a little. Um, I would like to see um, um, Leipzig. No, I don't want to see them succeed. <laughs> I was I was <laughs> waiting for that. If you could really say that, you, you want that? <laughs> no, I mean I like the team. I like how they play, but I hate the construct, the oh. the the setup. Plastic, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> but they really I mean I really have sometimes when I'm watching Champions League I really I'm really struggling with Leipzig because I really love how they play and I hate me for saying that yeah? so that, that makes it difficult for me but the concept actually is good and what they're doing out of the money they have and compared to other clubs it's maybe not that much actually but what they're doing They're doing a really good job yeah, for, for many years already. And I think uh, to do a bold prediction, I think they are number two already uh, in, in the league. Now, Dortmund fans will kill me probably, but I think they are number two. And they based will... on Transfermarkt.de, um, their market value, I think it's only about 12 million less than Borussia Dortmund. So um, they, they are basically number two. Yeah, exactly. And they have the balanced team, which Borussia Dortmund doesn't have, right? So they have Haaland, which costs yeah, 250 million, and then you have 300 million left. But Leipzig has all those young players, which still got potential. They get better every season and they, they cost all around 20 million, 30 million. So they have a really balanced team. Yeah? And, and that is impressive. More balanced than Bayern, actually, also. Yeah, if you look at the second squad. And they and they did come second last year, didn't they? Um, so they, yep. you know, they've they've proven it. But what what I agree with you, Marcel, about them being an exciting team and liking them, and and what surprises me and and I have to remember is that they're also a selling club. That they they do sell their players on for profit. They you might think they're this club that have got all this money, but. They sold Werner, you know, they, they made a big profit on Werner. They made a profit on Upamecano. They'll probably make one on Danny Olmo. Yeah. You know, that's what, that's their business model. Yeah. So, But I don't, I'm not sure if they like what, they, what happened to Upamecano. So I, I don't think they are so happy about it <laughs> in the end. No, I mean, lo losing, losing your best defender and um, to, to your biggest rivals, no. But... Um, I think from a financial point of view, they've they've definitely got that um, uh, to to help them sleep at night and be able to, you know, buy Eintracht's best striker and uh, um, strengthen up there. So yeah, right. But if you have, I mean, I have to say, if you have three or four farm teams, is that even enough? I don't know. Maybe they do have more already. <laughs> but um, I mean. Next day, you, you said Upamecano. Next day, oh yeah, we are going to sign someone from RB Salzburg. Um, we did right. really tough negotiations, but in the end, we made the decision to buy this player. I mean, it's you can sell quite easily if you have three or four farm teams where you can pick up players again. <laughs> True. 
true, very true. What about I, um, I read the sorry. I read the rumor that they that it seems that Nagelsmann is going to bring Zabitza to Bayern. I heard that as well today. Would he make sense? Would he fit? In one aspect, definitely, because yes, he's the direct competitor. <laughs> so Bayern Munich, they love to hunt in the Bundesliga, probably True. also because Bundesliga players are much cheaper than uh, players from other top leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, he knows the coach, and I think his contract will end. And there was r- rumors that um, he he won't he won't extend the contract anyway. So Bayern is already. Uh, waiting for it to get a cheap player again <laughs> for under 20 million. Um, that's exactly a Bayern deal, typically. A good Absolutely. player that is out of the scope, but he's good enough to, to play solid and uh, win the Bundesliga. <laughs> Such vultures, aren't they? But <laughs> I mean, there's also the rumor that Goretzka is going to leave. So maybe they want to replace Goretzka with Sabitzer. So that would make that would be interesting, but I, I hadn't heard that actually. I thought Goretzka was happy there. His bromance with with Kimmich seems to be blossoming. And Kimmich, did he extend his contract? I think he did, right? Just a couple of days ago or something. So I think Goretzka will also sign, but but he will earn significantly less than Kimmich, and maybe he's unhappy about it. <laughs> and fair enough. But, um, but where, you, where, where, where would you go? I mean, what's the rumor regarding Goretzka? West Ham? As I um, no, he's too good for West he, Ham. They could never afford him. <laughs> they could, they but could, he won't, but he they won't join. They're not interested. They're not interested. But an English club, right? Or... I'm trying to... Please don't say PSG. Please don't. (laughs) Trying to find the the link, but my internet is too bad. Um, We can see it in the fact and check afterwards. Okay. Okay. I've got a question. Also, unprecedented amounts of new managers in the Bundesliga this year. You've got um, Eintracht new coach, Gladbach new coach, Dortmund new coach, Leverkusen new coach, Leipzig new coach, Bayern new coach, um, Cologne new coach. Who is going to be the first? I, you know, there's a lot of coaches that have started, but who's the who's going to go first? Who's oh, going to be the coach? Easy. Who's going to be the coach to get stacked first? Yeah, that, that's easy because I even don't like him, and that makes it even easier for me. Mark van Bommel. <laughs> Did you see because what... he doesn't know how to count <laughs> <laughs> substitutions? <laughs> Did you? Did school you hear boy. about that school in the cup? Yeah, schoolboy. Uh, but what? But, is... but is it? Sorry, go for it. No, no, no. no. It's a, it's a, it's a. I'm distracted. Uh, distract it's a distraction and i'm moving away from the path that tim chose to go um but has there already been a an update regarding um uh, who's going to win the game because of the six substitutions i haven't heard of it um they seem to be quite slow but for me i mean we have seen that in the past in the in the cup and it always ended if you do a substitution mistake um the losing team or, or the, the, the team that didn't do it wins, right? 
um, it has always been like that. I, I cannot imagine it would be different here. But um, Mark van Bommel said in the whole Wolfsburg uh, stuff, yeah, stuff that's also an English word, but a typical word that uh, Hansi Flick uses as well. <laughs> um, staff, the staff said that the referee, actually, the fourth referee who was uh, doing the substitutions, um, they asked him numerous times and, and, and he didn't say no. So the wording was, he didn't say no. And, and that's kind of strange because what did he say? He didn't say yes and he didn't say no. Exactly. Um, okay. Just so did he say... panically. <laughs> screaming. And he was saying, maybe, maybe not. But unbelievable that that wasn't checked then if, if um, you know, if, the, if the, the, the fourth referee didn't say yes or no. Um, and it, why wasn't it sort of noticed at the time? I mean, it's kind of... That sort of thing gets picked up on generally, doesn't it? I mean, the the referee, it seems, he realized right away, okay, because he wrote it in the in the match report. That's yeah. that's how how it became big. Okay. I think during the match, if they don't realize themselves that they messed it up, they will not be informed. It reminded me of that situation where Otto Rehagel substituted mm -hmm. a fourth, fourth non-EU player. When the Egyptian guy, still... Hani Ramzi. <laughs> Hani Ramzi. And then one of the players pretended to be injured. Hani <laughs> Ramzi, he recognized it. Was it the same? Was it the same? Was I don't same remember. He, he pretended to be it. injured <laughs> because they realized that they messed it up and wanted to... to Uh, take things back because before anyone realized it, but it was too late. Too late, and um, I think they had to play the match again. No, no, it was a free null for the opponent, and, and I'm expecting exactly the same here. Oh, was it really? Because um, I, I remember there was a, um, I think it, it was actually Leeds versus Stuttgart in, um, I think it was a qualifying game for the. Um, Like before the Champions League started, so the European Cup qualify before the qualifying game before the group stages, um, and Stuttgart brought on a um, a non-registered player, and I think Leeds actually lost the game on away goals, and then instead of um, Stuttgart going through, they had to play they had to play the game again in like a neutral venue or something, um, if memory serves me right, in like 1992. Um, okay. that, that that's the the last thing that comes to my mind. So. It would be pretty unfair on Wolfsburg to just be, you know, sort of kicked out, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. I mean, for, the, for the for the for the underdogs, yeah, great. Kick out the, you know, kick out the big boys. But I mean, yeah. it's and probably uh, Wolfsburg. It, it, Wolfsburg's problem is probably sorry for that, but the problem is no one will miss them, right? <laughs> no one will miss them in the cup. Maybe rather Preussen Münster, they have more of a history than, than Wolfsburg has. So probably they want them to be part of the second round. And, and also what was also decisive, actually, um, when they uh, had extra time, it was exactly those two players that they substituted in and they participated in scoring the goal, the, the decisive goal. So that's true. Mm, that's extremely tough then. <laughs> Doubly hard to take. Um, what about the um, what about the final top four? Who will who will get the 
Champions League spaces this season. Wolfsburg? Mm, I don't know Wolfsburg doesn't because uh, Van Bommel gets fired with... Of course, in, 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 in <laughs> not too many points. He, he, he does substitution mistakes all the time and he loses... That's right. Three to nil every game. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> how, how many can I do now? Uh, if I'm not allowed to do six, maybe I'm going to do seven. <laughs> I don't know. But um, no, I think it's actually I think it's mm, quite quite easy because you have who do you have? Dortmund, Leipzig. I guess they are uh, definitely in the Champions League, and then it will be Leverkusen and Gladbach, of course. I had to say that, guys. Um, yeah, That's, so but that doesn't uh, sorry, just just a second, Marcel. Sorry, but how sorry, so can you recap that again? So, uh, four there's only four spaces we haven't said Bayern, yeah, and Bayern doesn't Bayern never counts, <laughs> okay, yeah, but I think, yeah, okay, it could be tough between Leverkusen and Klepper, right? So, what is your top four first? Yeah, Bayern. yeah, of course. And then okay, you have Leipzig. So who's your second, third, and fourth? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Leipzig, Dortmund, and then yeah, it's it's Gladbach. Okay. You're just being nice. You don't believe that. No, I believe in it. Actually, I do. You're just um, being smart. You're just being nice to Dortmund. That's it. No, no, no. <laughs> because when I when I compare, we talked about the changing managers, right? And when I look at the at the changes, I think I think Gladbach did actually quite good and very well because. Mm, they they have the strongest manager. I really believe in him. True. I, I okay. Yeah, I'm, I'll save my 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 judgment and response for later. Okay. Guys. Yeah. Um. I'm really tempted to say Bayern is not going to do it this year. Do you want to put some money on that? I would. I would. Um. I don't wish anything bad happening to people, but in some year, only talking about probabilities, Lewandowski will have a very severe injury. That's because it happens to every player. I don't want him to personally suffer, of course, but I, I, my guess is that Lewandowski is going to be badly injured, that they don't have great strikers, that maybe Nagelsmann and the Bayern leadership don't work well together. So this year might really be the year where things just don't work out in the end. In the past two years, they have or three years, um, there have always been situations where Dortmund or Leipzig had really good chances to win the league. And in the end, they just managed to win every game which was left in the league. And this is how they won the league. But maybe this year they don't. So I'm not so sure that that Bayern will win. But of course they will have one of the Champions League uh, slots. So will Leverkusen, Leipzig, and Gladbach. So no Dortmund. No Dortmund. Well, very some very interesting views there. Like. You both of you such faith in in Gladbach. I mean, I I rate Hutter so so highly. 
as a manager, I think what he did with Eintracht over the past few seasons has been phenomenal, but they haven't strengthened Gladbach, have they? And I think, you know, they were, they were short, they were off the pace last year. Um, even, even after the distraction of the Champions League was gone. Um, so like, I, I would, yeah, I worry I'm, about them. I worry about them being stronger look, than, yeah. Look, the, Gladbach, and I'm not just, just saying that because I'm really biased, but um, they had a great start to the season. They had a great Champions League season. They, I, I, to be honest, I don't remember the cup. I think they went to uh, round of 16. Um, and then the big Rose Dortmund thing happened. And this is where the complete, yeah, where the shit hit the fan and everything went ba- uh, bad. Of course, professional players shouldn't be shouldn't be affected by something like that so much. But I think in the end, everyone agreed that there was a break in everything that went on. And um, this is a clear explanation. There's one point in the season where everything turned bad. So before that, even when they were still playing in three tournaments, they were doing really good. And they haven't lost any strong players so far. Maybe they will not come to a conclusion regarding Ginter and the new contract. Mm-hmm. Maybe they will lose um, Neuhaus, Thuram or Player. But I assume they will they will lose two players, not more. They have let go some, uh, like Wendt, like um, uh, Traoré, who didn't play a lot in the last year. But they have the same core team for three years straight now. And they have a very strong core team. And um, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm quite optimistic about the next season. Okay. Okay. Um, buy-in then. No, no. I, sorry, I want to add one thing. What what I missed about the Gladbach play in the last years was they were too nice. They didn't want to hurt anyone. And in the in the cup match, which has been the first uh, official match uh, with the new manager, Hütter, um, you could see they that they were playing more aggressively, just like Frankfurt played in the past years. Mm. And I really enjoyed seeing that. Not because I want them to see playing dirty, but because there was aggression and they were really in the match. Okay. Can I uh, just uh, to, on the point of um, Bayern and, and, and not winning the league this year, I was really surprised to see, did you see the polling kicker? where it was asked whether Nagelsmann would actually finish the season. And I think it was something like 52% of people said that he wouldn't. Um, So, I mean, we're already, you know, before the season starts, like half of the German football. I don't know if that's in, uh, well, let's have a look. It might not be serious, right? It might be sort of in uh, prayer more than um, actual sort of uh, uh, belief whether that's going to happen. But I mean, that's, that's a lot of people sort of um, believing he's not going to succeed before he's even played a professional game. But could it happen? Right. 
Right. Yeah, but let's not forget you you could um, stop working for Play for Bayern for two reasons. I mean, don't forget what happened to Hansi Flick. Hmm. It was not like they didn't want him to be manager anymore, but he didn't want to. So probably uh, fans are thinking that he's not. Um, in line with uh, Salihamidzic and that's basically what happened with Hansi Flick. Um, at the moment, I think he's quite easy to handle and uh, he's not, I think he's not demanding too many players right now, it seems. Yeah. Um, but this could be, well, this could be changing quite quickly. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, and the team, it, actually it was, yeah, it was shocking to me and surprising. So when you look at the depth of the, of the squad, and now they have many injured players, which they usually don't have so many injured players. And, and now all, all, almost youth players are playing for Bayern yeah. right now. Yeah, So that is really shocking. Um, I, I wouldn't say that it's Nagelsmann's fault, but the policy in, in, at Bayern is, of course, that Salihamidzic and he's well-placed within the whole, uh, within, in, in the whole club and, and he's supported by all those uh, people that have been there for 50 years. So if someone has to leave and it's not running well, yeah, it could be Nagelsmann. And mm. the third thing I want to add is don't forget that um, he's not very popular with the ultras. I heard that. Yeah. About his 1860 Munich um, history roots yeah. or history. Yeah. Yeah. So they really don't like him. And then like they said, we hate Neuer. Korn Neuer. That was, uh, 15 years ago or something, and now he's the greatest. But um, I think that can change quite quickly if, if he's successful again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I also wondered about the fact that like Nagelsmann, he's never to to my my thinking, he's never really had to deal with world class players with big egos and big personalities. Right? When you think of people at Hoffenheim and you think of people at Leipzig. And, you know, going into a dressing room where there's big personalities like Kimmich, Lewandowski, Thomas Muller, um, you know, Goretzka, these are, these are great players, right? And if they don't buy into you and buy into your tactics, it's going to be tough. And if you lose that dressing room, you know, you're never going to get it back. And I think that He's never won anything, you know. Not only has he not managed those kind of players, but he's never won anything as a coach either. And that must be, you know, could there be a credibility uh, issue there and, and and challenge for him? So, I mean, the players are so professional. I don't think that they have this type of ego uh, problems with having to be managed by, by someone like that. But I, I agree with you. I, I think there's some kind or some, some part of the human mind which will think about that. Why should Lewandowski, I'm exaggerating a little, but why should Lewandowski listen to or be told how to play football, football by someone five years younger who has won nothing as a player because he was injured when he was very young, I think, uh, as a player or a manager. Of course, this is not the logical uh, analysis of how it should be, but I think this will always be part of it. 
maybe not consciously, but and so that's where that's where I'm going because you know it's it's different if Pep Guardiola, you know, who's who's managed, you know, who's been a successful player, won the European Cup and managed Messi, says to you, "Hey, I want you know." Levin, Lever, I want you to come a bit deeper and sort of link up a bit more play. That's one thing, but Nagelsmann to, to ask you to do that, yeah, is something different, I think. But on the other side, Nagelsmann has the, has the fame to have such a natural authority and some kind of aggression in his, um, in his form of being that there has never been a, a matter with that. So, for example, if you hear reporters about, or, or journalists um, about how they are afraid of interviewing him just because of his presence. So I think that might also explain a little of his uh, success because he's not just, it's, it's not like I go to Bayern and, and tell them what to do. They would say, fuck sure. off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a reason for, do, do we have to, to, Take care for which words we use because of age <laughs> restrictions. I don't think so. I don't. I, I mean, if 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 we if we get a complaint, it means somebody's listening. Right? I guess so. <laughs> we can't That's lose a the group below sixteen years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but right. Tim, uh, getting back to your question of which managers are going to uh, leave first. I would I would say uh, Hoeneß at Hoffenheim might be mm. because he had a difficult last year. I think they gave him gave him a second chance. I think this might be an that's fair. Yeah, I think I think that that is a I think that is a good shout. Actually, I'm not sure if I believe in in Van Bommel getting sacked. To be honest with you, I I really think you know when you talk about squads staying the same, I would say look at Wolfsburg's. Um, you know, had a great season last year. Um, they've they've strengthened a little bit by you know buying Bernal from um, you know from from Cologne. Um, I yeah they probably won't do very well in the Champions League um, and, and probably won't go through the group stages. But then I think they'll get down to business and 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 have a good you know a good season. I think I think actually get Champions League spot again. I don't. I don't believe that it's going to be Gladbach or Leverkusen. Actually, I'd say my top four would be Bayern. Um, I think Dortmund, then Leipzig, then Wolfsburg. Um, and I think I think the Hooners shout for Hoffenheim is a good one for for manager getting sacked. Yeah, but the, when I think. Of the manager rotation, from my perspective, Wolfsburg is on the losing end. From the strength of the managers, from the experience of yeah. the managers and the whole rotation, I think they're on the losing end. Probably you could argue, argue maybe Dortmund is as well with Rose because he didn't perform that well in the end. But it could be also because of the atmosphere <laughs> within the team at Gladbach. But when I look at the experience and what Van Bommel achieved... I don't see him necessarily in, at a club at, like Wolfsburg yet. Yeah, okay, he, he, he was manager for Eindhoven, but it didn't went too well in the end, and he wasn't there too long, I think. And that was his first club as a manager, and now he's immediately going to Wolfsburg, which are now mm. 
pretty pretty high in the in the, in the Bundesliga, highly ranked. Um, no, I think that's the yeah the the least uh, the, the the decision of a manager I can approve the least to be honest of all the rotations that happened. Yeah, I can I can definitely see that. It was a surprise for sure. I just don't think he'll. I just don't think he'll do that that badly. Um, but we will see. Time will time will tell. Um, what about? Ah, yeah, this is um, my question. When are Schalke going to sack their first manager and how many will they get through this season? In 20 minutes. In 20 minutes is my guess. <laughs> 20 minutes. I've right got an update here. Now. Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. It depends what the schedule is, actually. I didn't, I didn't check who they're going to play against. Um, <laughs> but, but, okay, okay, okay. Now one word for Schalke. I think they are really doing great since they got relegated. The players they bought... And what they are doing is really looking good. So I think they accepted the second Bundesliga more than Bremen does. Um, that what is happening at Bremen at the moment is embarrassing. Um, I think they will have the same manager the whole season. Wow. Well, that that is worth a bet, I would say. Um, Kais? You're still in um, shock. You're still in shock, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Can we can we still kick Marcel off the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> because of lack of intuition. Um, no. Um, no, there's no way. Um, on the other side, well, my my first shock is gone. So yeah, if if he does a good job as he has done at uh, Darmstadt. Um, then Kramotis might be a very good choice for for Schalke. I mean, the, it was not the problem that the players didn't know how to play football in the last in the last year. It was a complete chaos in the club, um, and of course, with I mean, imagine you work at a company and within nine months you have five bosses and everyone has another idea. This this can't work, and um, so yeah, I I think if they manage to turn that around, that the club works, that everyone works in this in the same direction, if everyone has the same goal, then the team might work, and and the manager might be the right one. If not, they will have exactly the same as last year. I would say. I mean, nothing would surprise me with them uh, I mean the way they've been run from what I've seen over the past few years I think well everybody would agree really is 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 astounding um but it, it, it makes me think of um I kind of I felt that you I mean the desperation of them last season where you know hiring people like Christian Gross for example who you know had been a failure at Spurs and and had just wasn't a name in, in Germany. I don't think he'd managed in Germany for like 10 years or something. We're in a top league. Um, so th their choices were smelled of desperation. I think certainly a little bit to a degree with the current manager. And I, I kind of get a feeling that 
I wouldn't be surprised to see them do like a Stuttgart, right? And and if they're, you know, even if they're sort of top three at the end of the season or maybe top two, maybe kind of doing a last minute change of manager just to sort of get ready for the, <laughs> the Bundesliga. And bring Hoop Stevens back again for the maybe. championship, like in old times. <laughs> There we go, right? Or, or, or Ralph Ragnick comes back and, you know. Oh, no way. <laughs> No way! I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, really, I think I'm. Hmm. I think it can be a lucky turn of events. I mean, that sounds maybe wrong, but when they got um, relegated, they got rid of all those players. I mean, it's exactly what Kai yeah. said. Um, they have a squad, or they had a squad, which was made from let's say 15 to 20 different managers, probably. Yeah. Uh, with uh, 15 to 20 different strategies and tactics. And this was supposed to be a team, yeah, but obviously it wasn't. And, and now it's really a blank sheet of paper again. And I think that is actually a good thing. And they become modest. They're yeah? not like, oh yeah, we are Schalke. We need to buy um, some stars or former stars or whatever it is. Um, they are now looking for potential. They are looking for talents, and the fans are not complaining because they know, yes, we are second division now. <laughs> so maybe that's a lucky turn of event. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, we'll see. And and and, and buying Simon Terodde that that never hurts, does it? If you want to get out of the the second Bundesliga, um, he automatically joins the club who gets who gets relegated. The biggest club who gets relegated. Uh, has to hire Simon Terodde. It's, it's a law, actually, in the exactly. second That's right. The tr- like, the tr- like, like the champion passes the, uh, the, the trophy. He's <laughs> yours. Gets Terodde. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. I think, we're, I think we're coming to an end. I think that's, um, that's been a good... Um, that's been good fun. Thank you for... Thanks, guys, for your, for your time. Thanks for your input. And uh, yeah, do we have some sponsors we have to thank? And um, not not yet, but I mean, we we're, the space is always open. Um, they can always <laughs> they can always contact us and, and give us vast amounts of money or any money really um, for, for 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 doing this, and and we can we can drop some names. Yeah, I think we can choose our sponsors. So let us think about it, and next time. We will talk about the sponsors that we would like to have, and then I think they will come. <laughs> There we go. On 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 that note, I'm 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 sure I'm going to be checking my emails in the next few days. For <laughs> <laughs> sponsors flying in. Cool. All right. Thanks again. Take care. So thank you.